GM friends, LFG Wagme, Dior, NFA. Welcome to Exploring NFTs and Web3. I'm your host, Osi. All right, so yesterday we went over what is an NFT, went into it, fungible tokens, non-fungible tokens. Hopefully you understand what it is, how it works, some of the smart contract, where it lives on the blockchain and Web3. So we went into all of that lightly just to give you an overview and uh, hopefully a better understanding of the space. Today, we're going to go just a little bit deeper. We're going to go and look at what some of the acronyms, just like the, the beginning of my podcast and the show, I say GM friends, LFG wag me, Dior, NFA. So GM is good morning. Friends, we take the D and the S and the I, and we just have F-R-E-N. That's how we say friend in the space. And we have LFG, let's fucking go. Wag me, W-A-G-M-I. We all gonna make it. Without a doubt, the best acronym that's ever came from the 21st century. And a perfect one to explain if you're gonna have a successful project in this space. It's always a wag me. All day, every day. From there, we have Dior, D-Y-O-R. Do your own research. N-F-A, and as always, not financial advice. Anything you hear me say in public or anywhere, it is only my opinion. It is not financial advice. It is not financial advice. All right, so let's get into it. We're going to check out more of the words, acronyms in the space. So when you're hearing people and reading articles, you know what they're talking about. We'll jump in a little bit more into the Web3 like we did yesterday and just really look at where it came from where it's at right now, why we, why do we call it Web3 in the first place? Metaverses, we'll talk about what is uh, a metaverse. Are, are you already in the metaverse? Because by some terminology and uh, research or how people look at it, categorize it, we would say we're already in the metaverse. We've already passed a 50% threshold of digital life. Uh, other than that, we'll look at a few, talk about VR and AR, a little bit of the marketplaces and where you can buy NFTs. And yeah, that's going to be to today's show. Tomorrow, we're going to go in depth into marketplaces, projects, how to buy your first NFT, how to set up a wallet, all of that other good stuff. But today, we'll make sure that you're ready for tomorrow and all of that great information. So starting out, we're going to go through some more of the acronyms. So we had GM, good morning. Then we're going to have GN, good night, obviously. S-E-R, sir. If you want to say, I don't quite agree with you, we can say, excuse me, sir, this is what I think. You know, friend, as we already went over, we have GMI, gonna make it, as well as WAGME, which is way better. Because if you just say GMI, you're basically just talking about yourself. <clears throat> WAGME is everybody. Is that I can only make it? If we all make it, NGMI, not going to make it, right? That's simple. Uh, McDonald's, our backup career plan in case NGMI happens. When you hear people say, I'm going to the moon or McDonald's, that means either they're going to win the lottery with the project they're invested in, or they're going to be flipping burgers like they have been for the past X amount of years of their life. LL, Larva Labs, it's the creator of the Punks, a few of the other big projects, definitely one of the triple OGs in the space. AB, Art Blocks, that's a generative art program, also one of the biggest, and I would say OGs in the space. Generative art, what is that? It is 
it can be a few different things. It can either be uh, specific layers of a picture that are put together and broken up into like sunglasses, hat, face, and then it's put into an algorithm and the algorithm is able to spit out 10,000 unique different images from those pieces that you put together. Where more true generative art, I would say, is uh, very few inputs. So you're not telling glasses, hat, any of that. It just has the whole spectrum of colors and maybe lines and shapes and a few other things inside of it. And so the art it creates is 100% original. You can't really guess what it's going to come out. You don't know if it's going to be a squiggle, a line, a shimmer, a geometric pattern. The Truly, the possibilities are endless when it comes to generative art. PFP, profile picture projects, looks rare, is a, a new, actually, it started off just as obviously a saying, but now it's a marketplace. It's one of the biggest, it's a place that when it started, it paid people for volume. So people were what we call wash trading. They were selling projects, NFTs to themselves, basically to another one of their wallets, specifically projects that do not have a royalty attached to it. So they didn't lose anything in that way. And then they just got all these looks tokens for creating all the volume on the site. We have FOMO. A lot of you probably already know that one already feeling of missing out. This is truly, I think, one of the biggest drivers of the entire NFT Web3 crypto space because every week, every month, there's a new story about someone who, I would say, almost won the lottery. They put $100 or $1,000 into Bitcoin a year ago, five years ago, and now it's worth a mil. Or someone bought a, a Board Ape Yacht Club six, six months ago for $400, and now it's worth $400,000. So I think a lot of people are getting into this space all because of FOMO. And without a doubt, FOMO is the worst energy to hold because it will definitely get you to do things that you should not do. You would not do otherwise. So always watch out for FOMO. Always try to recognize when you see that in yourself that, wait, I just want this because everyone else is there. If you tell yourself the art is ugly, blah, 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 but the money is great and everyone else is making money, you might want to step back and think, am I being, am I feeling FOMO? And if you're feeling a lot of FOMO, I would guess sit back, wait for the next project and get on that wave at the right time so that you don't have such FOMO. Because there's always a possibility of FOMO that you don't get in on the ground floor. And as soon as you're at floor one, even though it's going all the way up to floor 30, Floor one, when there was a ground floor beneath you, you can have that feeling of FOMO. Oh, so next up, we're going to have one of one art. That's pretty obvious. Instead of it being a 10,000 piece or 8,000 piece project, it is one of one. That's it. Very simple. COPE is the opposite of FOMO. So failing to buy an NFT because one is coping with one's earlier error of not FOMOing at one-tenth the price. So it's the same thing. You just got to go. Don't worry about what else is happening in the space and what other people are doing. When you want to buy, don't worry about how low it was. If you believe in the project, believe, and then just wait for it to come to fruition with the understanding that probably, let's say 80 to 90% of all the projects you buy won't succeed. So that's why you need to like the art, like the team behind it, like what it represents, the access it gives you, the utility. So don't just, you can, day trading is cool, but to be honest, 
day trading is not fun. Unless you're just into money, it's not fun. And I know a lot of people in the financial industry that make a lot of money. Very few of them ever have told me that they love their actual job. They love what their job provides, a home, a nice lifestyle, freedom, but they do not love the actual job and staring at money and making money the center of the world. So just to go on with, that's why NFTs has exploded the whole crypto market where a lot of people in the DeFi space thought that it would always be DeFi and crypto. But the honest truth is most people, they liking money, but it's not the center of their universe. That's why most people don't work on Wall Street. Most people, they're artists, entertainers, musicians, doctors, all of these other things. And things like NFTs and art and profile pictures and so on, they, they tap into that other part, that very human part, which is not about a dollar. As soon as my belly is full, I can then start experiencing all the beautiful ecstatic and experiences that life has to offer. And so that's what NFTs are starting to tap into with the art, the utility, the access, exclusivity, of course, and status. All right. So the next word up on our list is season, season, S-Z-N. So think of it like this. Uh, a normal season uh, takes maybe three to four months. We have four seasons in a year. And a crypto season is an accelerated version of a regular season. So let's say two months, month and a half, two months. That's a crypto season. So you'll see something skyrocket, drop, bull bear market all happen within a few months one, two months. And then you break down into the NFT market is a light speed version of the crypto season, which is already a hyper speed version of a regular season. So NFTs go through seasons in about a one to four week cycle. That's why when we're looking at the space and something was six months ago, it can seem like it was a few years because give or take, I would say one month is a season. So every four months, we went through a whole year cycle. And that when you look at it in that way, you realize that's why the space is moving as fast as it is. It's why the innovation within the technology of the space is moving so quickly, as well as the user experience, the websites, everything, the art, the access, the utility is moving at a light speed because of these shortened seasons that like, again, go about one month, um, one week to, to four weeks. So again, one month, two months, we have a whole year passed and what would have taken in the standard market for us to iterate, move, get early adopters, get early majority. So anyways, that's the season. It's quick. It's quick. IRL. That's obvious in real life. I'm throwing in a new one in there. It's not anywhere out there. So we have IRL in real life and we have IDL in digital life. Those are the two aspects. So when you hear me in the podcast, you're going to hear me say, oh, that's an IRL project or that's an IDL product. IRL product, a real life jacket. IDL product, NFT, a digital event, uh, something else that's only exists in the digital realm. All right. We're almost there. We're closing it out. We have up only. Obviously, means shit's only going up. It's only one direction that all the people that are in the space believe in it. And it's going up, up. Another one that correlates to that is to the moon. Again, what does this mean if someone says, Zuki to the moon, climate right to the moon? 
It means the rocket shop rocket ship is launched and we are going we are moving through space again liquidity available ease to buy jpegs it means what do you have to be able to get a digital asset just simple as it sounds liquidity how much ETH, cash bitcoin whatever it is that you have on hand to be able to make purchases mint or minting this is the original and genesis of any NFT. This is when either through the marketplace, but usually separately with the individual project or artist or owner, they mint out the NFTs. They can do it in one of two ways. They can pre-mint it and then sell the NFTs already minted either directly through their website or on a second party marketplace like Rarible or OpenSea, or they can do the other way, which is a little bit funner sometimes for your customers and your community, is that you do a live minting where they come in, they pay the base price, and then the minting is, happens live to the customer. So they don't know what they're gonna buy until after the minting happens. They buy it, they get the mint, the code goes through sometimes, there's a fun little special screen that happens and pow, or sometimes you have to wait some time or days later and it gets sent over to your wallet. And so that's minting. Floor price. So as it sounds, it's the bottom price for the whole project. So maybe a project is uh, selling, let's say Bored Apes right now. There's one that sold for a million dollars, but the floor price is somewhere around, what is it like 80 ETH, around $200,000, give or take. So whenever you hear floor price, or also when you look at marketplaces, you'll usually see the floor price somewhere represented. OG, duh, OG. It means the people who are the original gangsters in this space. Who's been here for one year, two years, three years, four years, five years. There's not a lot of people who have been here for five, six plus years. So I would call the five years triple OGs. I will call the people three to two years the double OGs, and I think people that got in 20, 2021, today in 2022, they are at the beginning level of being an OG because if you've dove in deep over this past year and a half, you are so far ahead of everybody else out there. And that's where I would suggest to anybody who's just listening to this for their first time and just getting into the space, jump in deep, listen with me, listen to as many other places as you can, because guaranteed six months to one year from now, you'll be leaps and bounds ahead of everybody else. And guaranteed one year from now, NFTs and Web3 will have definitely hit our early majority threshold, which will take us into the majority, into the mainstream, and really take this into the future. All right. Some other words we don't even need to go over. It's money laundering. It's not. It is. Any business can be money laundering. There are, you know, tons in the world. That's just how business works. So we won't really uh, stay on that. Discord, that's a new big place where all the communities come to. So a lot of times you might build your community on Instagram or on Twitter, and then you bring your community together on Discord. And that's a place where you can speak specifically to them. It's an invite only. And yeah, it's a big place uh, that the community is built for the NFT market. It's, for me personally, it's a little bit too body. It has a horrible user experience. I don't like it at all, but we'll probably be using it somewhat if we have to, 
But I'm definitely waiting to see what the next platform is going to be because I'm sure in this next six months and this crypto season, I'm sorry, NFT hyper season, light speed season, that we'll see some other great platforms come out that will fix the problems that are in Discord and just make it a, a more healthy place. Because to be honest, Discord is a place where the community tries to run a project sometimes. And even though the community will say we believe in the project, I would guess anywhere from 60 to 90% of the people only believe in the project as far as it goes to making them money. And as soon as they feel like the project's not going to make them a profit, you'll hear from them. And I've known some people that I spoke to personally that let their discord push them and make them do things that I believe were definitely bad for the project, even though those specific owners of the NFTs of the project thought that was good for them. And I'll just say now that project is no more. It is shut down. They only sold not even 300 pieces out of their planned 9,000 units. So let's keep it moving. We're almost done. We're almost done with all the words. Gas. What is gas? So like I said yesterday, whenever you do a transaction on the EVM, we have to create a transaction to be able to build a block and then inside that block we put information so just to create that block we have to have a transaction and that is what we call gas we're not going to go into the mining and other parts because that's in the process of changing as we speak but let's just say if it's not busy out gas is going to run you about 70 dollars to 100 to do any transaction so gas fee something to be aware of Gas wars is when, let's say I put out a, a project of 10,000 pieces. So that means at that moment, 10,000 people are all trying to buy these NFTs, these assets at the same moment. Something to understand about Ethereum is that it can only do 15 transactions a second. So it's not so many. So to do 10,000, it takes about five minutes. That's with 15 transactions happening every second. What this means is that for everyone to be able to get their place in line, they start offering more and more to the miners to be able to make sure that their transaction is verified and their block is created so that they can buy the NFT. So then people start overpaying so that, again, that their block will be created and that they'll be able to have their NFT. So that's a gas war. People basically outbid each other so that their transaction will be added to the blockchain. Rug, stay away from it. I like hardwood floors myself, but rug pulls are as they sound. People create a project and they just pull it out from underneath you and they run away with all that money. One of the best ways to avoid that, it's not a surefire thing because people are, are assholes and scammers and every type of business in the world. It's not just uh, relegated to NFTs and, and Web3 and crypto, but Projects that are 100% anonymous. And when I say anonymous, I don't just mean you don't necessarily know their name. Their Twitter handle seems like it just started four months ago and you can't find who they are, pictures, anything. I get it. The whole anonymous thing in this uh, Web3 NFT crypto space. But me personally, just like how you know what my name is on this podcast, it might sound made up OC to some of you, but it's not. It's my real name. It's something that you can Google, that you can find me. Same thing for my company. You can see everything, where we're located, who we are, who our team is. When you see something that's not transparent, again, it just makes it easier for them to be able to run off with your money because they don't have to worry about the repercussions 
to themselves, to their social media standing, their Twitter, so on and so forth. So always just be a little bit uh, wary of totally anonymous teams. But then again, before they were docs, the Board Ape Yacht Club was an entirely anonymous team. So it doesn't really matter, but it matters. And so anything else we want to go over for the word? Yeah. So do your own research, do your own research, do your own research. Listening to my podcast is one piece of you doing your own research. Aped, that just means I aped in. Ooh, I got it when I was cool, when it was brand new. Aped, I don't really like the term. It sounds lame to me. Just you got in early. That's it. People like to add certain terms and everyone wants to use them when not my favorite. Anyways. That's it. And at the end of that, for all the terms, NFA, this is not financial advice. Please always remember, this is only my opinion that I'm sharing with you. Hopefully you'll share some of your opinions back with me. Please comment. Tell me what else you think of the podcast, what I can do differently. And also just remember, this is just me doing it. I'm not trying to over edit it, make it too perfect, anything like that. My main goal is just to, again, Share my thoughts and opinion. Hopefully people will give me some feedback and just not just feedback about what I'm doing, but give me feedback about what you're doing in the space. That's what I want to know. And then maybe I have an idea and I can share it with you and vice versa. So like we said, wag me. Dior NFA. And we'll see you soon. This is the end of uh, episode number two on exploring NFTs and Web3. I'm O.C. Collins, your host, and I'll talk to you soon. Peace out.